you know, on social media, you see other businesses and there was a lemonade business that I did see, but I, we don't have that here. So I said, that looks pretty fun. It looks really cool. And it's something different. Welcome to the 209 Journey Podcast. I'm your host, Luis Urbano. And before we get started, I want to remind everyone, if you are not following the 209 Journey on social media yet, I'm about to do so. You can find it at the 209 Journey on Facebook, Twitter, formerly X, and Instagram. I'm really trying to get more followers on Instagram, and I am really excited that I'm getting close to that 500 mark, which is halfway to getting to 1,000, which... Overall, 1,000 is my goal at the end of the year, which um, I have uh, quite some way to getting there, but I think I will get there. I think with recording episodes each week, it'll definitely be a thing that I'll be saying and maybe past 1,000 would be nice. I have a lot of plans in mind this year in covering events here in the 209 and going around different places so you guys could get some Instagram lives as well. So as I keep on saying it too, if there's one page that you definitely won't want to miss out on, that is the Instagram page because there's going to be a lot going on there. So at the 209 Journey and keep an eye out for those lives that usually show up there where, where the stories get shown on Instagram because uh, that'll be happening too. And if you miss them, all good. I'll be reposting the lives after uh, they're complete too. Similar to how I did last year with the uh, apricot fiesta there at patterson and showing the parade that they have going on there so that'll be happening more this year but i'll be going to different cities here in the 209 so you could see different festivals and other events that happen here so i'm working on my calendar to figure out all the events that i'll be going to so i might be able to give everyone a more of a announcement as to what events i'll be at and if you want a free 209 journey sticker then you can actually get one if you let me know that you'll be at the place that I'm at. Or if I'm doing a live show on Instagram and you see me on there and maybe you're there as well, then hey, feel free to send a message or put a message there while the live's going on and I can give you the, a free sticker there. So uh, that's happening this year. Really excited for the year and all that will be going on because 209 sure has a lot of events, festivals, and there's just a lot. And I think it's great to be able to share with the world. I mean, that's ultimately what this podcast is about, is letting the world know that the 209 has amazing people and a lot of great things going on. So we'll be sharing different things. And yeah, that'll be that'll be happening. So let's go ahead and get started with tonight's episode. I'm going to be interviewing Isabella. She's actually the owner of Lemon Babe, which is actually a lemonade business that is based in series but serves the 209 there's many flavors that the lemonade has and according to the bio on her instagram page there are 20 flavors so we'll be talking about what those flavors are and places that you can find her lemonade as well as if you're interested in any catering what that process is like and of course more about the business and how it got started welcome to the 209 journey sabela how are you I'm good. How are you? Doing good, thanks. So yeah, I'm really excited to learn more about the business. It's the first time that I have someone that has a lemonade business, but I know that, you know, when it comes to the summertime, when it gets really hot here, I mean, there's nothing better than like an ice cold lemonade, especially when you're out at the fair. 
That's like probably the most sold drink. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) But before we get, you know, onto talking about the business, I want to know a little bit more about how it was for you when you moved here to Modesto. I know you were telling me that you grew up in the Bay and then you moved shortly afterwards here. And so let me know what, what was that like and how has it been like being here in the 209 and, and all that? Well, I mean, I did live in the Bay for a little bit, but I did move to Modesto when I was about five. You know, my family just relocated here. So I don't really mem- remember much of what my life was like in the Bay Area. So my life has always been Modesto. I it was, I mean, Modesto has always been a part of me because this is where I grew up. I feel like I don't know anything else but Modesto or like the 209. Now I live in series, but, you know, most of a lot of the events that I do now are still in Modesto. But yeah. I want to get into the business. I want to talk a little bit more about first before I guess we start to talk about how the business got started. Just let us know more about like where you got your passion for making lemonade? So I always laugh about what I, because I get a, that question a lot, like, how, oh, what did you, why did you start a lemonade business? Mm-hmm. And for me, it was, you know, my mother-in-law, she was a big part of why I started this. She always used to tell me like, you should always start your own business, you know, be your own boss, whatever it is, just start something. So, you know, on social media, you see other businesses and there was a lemonade business that I did see, but I, we don't have that here. So I said, that looks pretty fun. It looks really cool. And it's something different that I don't see anybody have a lemonade business around here. So I just said one day, oh, let me just try it. So I just started buying everything. And then there happened to be an event that was going to be down the street from my house. I said, you know what? Let me do it. And sure enough, like as soon as it started, it just took off from there. And then they always ask me, like, why lemonade? And I'm like, well, you know, when I was a kid, that was honestly my favorite drink. Like anywhere I would go, I want a lemonade. Whatever, I don't care what flavor it was, it had to be a lemonade. So I feel like it was perfect for me to just start that because it was something that I really loved as a kid. Oh, yeah. No, that's that's perfect. <laughs> it's, it's, that was your favorite drink. And then now you're. Having a business with 20 flavors, which I want to know more about these 20 flavors. Like, what are these different flavors? And uh, like, when you started the business, how many flavors did you start off with? To be honest, I don't remember how many I started off with, but it was very basic flavors. You know, like the strawberry, mango, watermelon. And then I kind of just started scrolling through like the syrups, the website of the syrups that I use. And I just kind of started seeing like all the flavors that they had. And I was like, well... Let me just start buying all these flavors and let's just like play with them. See if they're good. Like how would they mix with any other flavors? And now, like since this season will be starting, I'm actually adding a couple more flavors, which my partner is like, I don't know. That sounds like it's too many. Now we're like at 24, 25 flavors. I'm like, you can never not have enough. Like the more flavors, the better. Oh, yeah. No, you get more options to people and and it just makes it more unique, right? You have like flavor that no one's ever seen before uh, and it just it stands out. What what would you say are like the more popular flavors? I'm sure like the original is probably in there, right? But like 
What what are yeah. the more popular aside from maybe original? So the most popular one is going to be strawberry. That one's probably like one of my best sellers. I think then people start asking you like, oh, what's your favorite? A lot of people ask me that. So I'll say, oh, like green apple and blue raspberry. So that's like our second best seller. So it has like an ocean color. So it, everybody likes the color and they say the taste is great. So that's one of our two like top flavors. Oh, yeah. yeah no, I, I would say strawberry too. So I, I could see oh, that one <laughs> would be there in, in the mix too. What are like some of the flavors that like I think surprise people that maybe again like aren't that like seen in the lemonade business? Mm, at the top of my head, a lot of people think the guava one is very like mm-hmm. not always seen. They always ask me like, "Oh, what is that one? Like, what? How would that mix?" Or they ask our lavender. Because you would think like, oh, a flower, like, what does that taste like? And it's pretty surprisingly, it's really good. And a lot of people really like it. Oh, yeah. No, that sounds interesting. I don't think I've ever heard of a lavender lemonade. But but it's got a good name to it. (laughs) So when you introduce a new flavor, like, like, do you have like someone who does all your like taste testing to see if like, it's going to be good? Or do you like usually just like put the flavor out there and see how it does? and Kind of go from there. So when I first started, I just didn't know how, like, how, you know, what the proportion of sugar, water, ice. like. So at first, I did have my family be my taste testers, and it took me so long. I didn't think it was going to take as long as it did to perfect the flavors. Now it's like I know how much to put in, like, compared to the sizes. Mm-hmm. So now I just kind of put the flavor out there. And if I see if it sells, I keep it. And if some people are just like, uh, I don't know, then I'll I'll think about taking it off the menu. Mm. So when you go out to the pop-ups and all that, do you usually only take a certain amount of flavors? Or do you like take like all 20 flavors that you currently have? Or like, how do you determine what kind of flavor you'll you'll be taking? So I take everything. So Every time you see me at any event, I will have every single flavor unless I have ran out. Mm. So I usually let that be known when, you know, customers come. I'll be like, oh, you know, strawberry, we're all out. Or blue raspberry, we're all out. Because those are the flavors that go the quickest. Uh But other than that, I have every single flavor at every single event. Oh, okay. Well, (laughs) well, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. for anyone who wants any any flavor, you can uh, find everything. That's that's always... uh... Nice there. In terms of the pop-ups that you're typically at, which ones are like some of those and maybe Farmer's Market too, or like which locations are usually at? So last year I was at a whole bunch of them because it was my first year and I wanted to see, you know, what events work for me. So this year I already have, you know, the events that I do well at, which is the Rematito Night Markets on Crow's Landing. And then I do the Oakdale Morning Markets, which start in May. Those two are probably my main ones. And then in series, they usually have like concerts in the park on Tuesdays in the summer. I'm usually there as well. And then so there is a bit like a women's baseball league in Modesto. They do games every I believe it's Wednesdays. And 
I'm there pretty much every Wednesday on during the summer. And that's pretty much it. I think that's what I have lined up. Other than like my bigger events, I like I'll be at the Oakdale Rodeo this year. So I'm still kind of trying to see what events I can get into. But those main ones are like Oakdale Morning Market, the Ramatito, and the series one. Oh, cool. I mean, I think it would be great if you can get into the Stanley Loss Fair. But again, the fair yeah. lemonade, it's just, I feel like, that, like I said, that's a good combination. I go to the fair, the lemonade is something that is sought out after, <laughs> especially on like when they do the fair, right? They, it's yeah. usually always in the hundreds. It's, right. I don't think it's ever been <laughs> anywhere like, Lower like than close that. to the low 90s. Yeah. It's, yeah, which is sad because everyone wants to go to the fair. And, <laughs> but, but I think, you know, it just business would probably be like even, more booming around that time at the mm-hmm. fair. So yeah. I know that you also do uh, catering as well. Can you tell me like any interesting catering story that you've done? Like usually like how are the orders like? Like do you take all the flavors or usually do they specify certain flavors? Like how is that like? So I do two different kind of catering. So I haven't done the one where they want me to be there and like actually do the process. I have done the five gallon ones. So usually the person just tells me, you know, I ha- I just want like one five gallon and then they just tell me the flavor and that's what I'll make. I'll make them the five gallon jugs and I'll just make the lemonade. Like I will make it exactly the way I make it at the events. I will smash it. I'll put the sugar, everything, the same flavors. And then I deliver it to you. It just doesn't come with ice because, you know, I deliver it to you in the morning. You're Events not until the afternoon. You want to make sure that it's not melted by the time the event starts. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that, that, I mean that that affects the drink so much, right? If you <laughs> otherwise it melts and then it takes away from the flavor for sure. Right. Yeah. Well, that, that's interesting too. Would you say, out of all the pop ups that you did last year, all the events, what would you say has been like the most memorable one? Out of all of them, which one's the one that maybe you did really great at? Probably the Oakdale Morning Market. Mm-hmm. So I started really late. Not late, but I mean, I think they had already like started in May and I probably started like in July. But I love it there. You know, it's a quick event. It's from 8 to 11. But there's so many people that go. It just gets so packed. You know, everybody knows everybody there. Everybody's so friendly everybody's willing to help there you know i've there's times where i'm like you know i take me it's just me and my little brother and if they see that we need help setting up they're there to help set up with you but yeah that's one of like the best events that i really really enjoy going to like is the oakdale morning market oh yeah no that's that's really nice too. i think i've heard it from uh other people that have actually sold there too that it's it's been good so it's nice to hear it again and hear that it's a great place for people to to go in and check out and you said it it runs in the summertime right is it when they have that right so it's every single saturday from may to september okay nice well yeah that's that's a perfect time uh, when it gets yeah. really hot yeah it's great that they they do it uh, especially that they do it early because i mean right, you know how exactly. hot it gets <laughs> Right at 11, it's when it starts getting ridiculous hot. So it's like a perfect time to end it. Oh. And everybody gets out of there really quickly and it's over right before the heat. Oh, yeah. No, that's good. That's good. <laughs> yeah. They, they do it. 
that way too. Otherwise, all the ice is gonna melt, and then <laughs> you know. In in the year that you've been selling, like, what have you found to be like the like biggest challenge? For me, the biggest challenge was knowing what the people out there like. Mm. You know, because one thing is what I like, and another thing is what you know what the customers like. Mm. So I've always wanted to see. Like, should I adjust the amount of sugar? Because, you know, a lot of people don't like sweet. And they always tell me that because when they think of lemonade, they think it's super, super sweet. And I always tell them, you know, it's not really sweet. Try it. If you want me to remake another one, I can. That's the only thing that I found challenging because, you know, I want to make it for everybody, not just for a certain like crowd. Mm -hmm. Um, But I mean, I feel like I've overcame that challenge now that i've already hit that like that one year mark so hopefully i don't have like big challenges this year Mm -hmm. but we'll get through it yeah i mean that's an interesting one right it's like you might not have a lot of people asking you for that but and then it's kind of hard to just cater i think to that specific person right Mm -hmm. because you can't really make a big batch of that right if like not a lot of people will will last for that yeah yeah that's really challenging for sure in terms of like where you see the business growing in like a year, five years, 10 years from now, do you have other plans of as far as like getting more flavors aside from like the ones you have now? And you said you might be getting four more or you already have four more there. But do you have any other plans of like maybe adding other complimentary items as well? Like not just selling lemonade? Yes. So mm-hmm. eventually the whole like the the goal is to have a trailer. Like to have a trailer, sell lemonades, do you know those like those bigger, bigger events where they do require those trailers? I do want to add more flavors. I'm always for like the more flavors, the better. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Like right now, I'm starting slow. I'm just starting to add four more flavors for this year. If I see anything else that catches my eye, I'll add it. But the biggest goal is, you know, to get a trailer and maybe, hey, maybe one day we'll have a storefront. But that's, you know, that's a dream. Hopefully, mm-hmm. hopefully one day. Oh, yeah. I mean, that, that would be great <laughs> to be able to be at a store as well. Another idea, I mean, that just kind of came to mind right now, too. When you said trailer and the lemonades is like, how about like lemonade popsicles, too, right? Since you already have all the ingredients and all you need is just the popsicle sticks. And then you have a lemonade out. Not lemonade, you have a popsicle option for people to also enjoy it that way, you know? We will be adding Arnold Palmer's to our menu this year. That was one thing that I really wanted to add last year, but I just, I, there was so much going on that I was still so new. I just didn't want to add something that I didn't know. For those that don't know what Arnold Palmer's are, they are half iced tea and half lemonades mixed together. That's a really popular thing that I see in ordering at restaurants. I see it everywhere. So I'm like, oh, well, my, I can make that. Let me try it this year and see how that goes. Oh, yeah. No, I had actually that before, too. And it's a good combination when you mix uh, tea and lemonade. So mm-hmm. uh, that might even be another, like, top seller, too, right there. At least, like, top five seller. Yeah, um, I'm hoping so. I'm hoping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, yeah. People here. And, and I think it's just a matter of them, like, trying. Have you ever had, like, any, like, like samples to people if someone like wants to try a flavor and you have like one of those like small cups like do you do that or is that not a thing it for me it's really hard to do that and i've Mm -hmm. had many people ask me like do you have samples 
it's hard to do samples because I would have to make a whole batch. Like I would have to make a whole drink to mm-hmm. like give someone a sample. So, I mean, I have thought about it, making just, hey, like, you know what, let me just make our top seller drink and put them in little cups and kind of pass them around. I'll probably do that this year. But I, again, it's it's just hard because, you know, I'd have to make a whole drink mm. just to give a sample out. Yeah, because we do everything fresh. So everything, you know, is freshly squeezed. Everything's mixed. So it's it's a process. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot that, that goes to it, too. Uh, about how long would you say it takes you to do, like, one one drink, let's say, just like the original, like, flavor? It's it's fairly quick. What takes the longest is the shaking part. So I have, you know, I have to make sure that the sugar that I'm adding is completely disintegrated. Because if we don't shake it long enough, you'll get all the sugar falling to the bottom of the cup. Mm-hmm. And the first thing that you sip is going to be a mouthful of sugar. So you just have to make sure that you shake it and shake it. And it'll probably take me like a minute and a half to make a drink for somebody. Mm-hmm. So it's not too long, but it's more of the shaking process that takes forever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that's probably like the most important thing out of everything, right? It's the most important really step is. in the process. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One last thing before I let you go again. Thank you for being on here and you know sharing more of the story of Lemonade business, and I hope that you guys can uh, get a truck soon because uh, I know it's really helpful, and you can you know brand it all around and all that. <laughs> I want to know a little bit more about the name. Can you tell me more about how the business name got started. So I wanted something unique. You know, I didn't want it to be like, you know, this lemonade or this. Like, I didn't want lemonade to really be in the name. But I wanted it to have lemon in it because I wanted people to know what it was. And it's funny because I had such a hard time finding a name. I wanted it to be super different. And just one day, like one of my coworkers was like, you know what's so cute? Lemon, babe. And I was like, I love that. That is so cute. I was like, I'm going to use that. And sure enough, like a lot of people say, oh, my God, that, that that's such a cute name. Like, it sounds like lemonade almost, but it's not. Oh, yeah, it does. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's got a a sounding to it, yeah. Yeah. So that's where the name comes from. Uh, where can people follow you? Like, you can name the social media pages. And also, if anyone has any uh, catering inquiries, too, where can they contact you at? Yeah, they can contact me on Instagram at lemonbabe underscore 209. You can message me and I will get back to you ASAP. I'm pretty much on Instagram all day. So yeah. I, I get back to everybody pretty quickly. Yeah, I mean, it's Instagram is, I think it gets really addicting for sure, too, especially when you start looking at the reels and there's a lot of really funny ones, some really interesting ones. And yeah, I, I know the feeling. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, again, thank you for being on the podcast. You know, looking forward to trying one of the lemonades whenever I'm at one of those events and seeing all the other flavors you have there, especially that guayaba one. You know, that's not really every day that you see that as a flavor on a lemonade, too. Mm-hmm. And, and so that's one that I'm definitely ordering first. I already know. <laughs> well, thank you so much for having me. I it's it, I love, you know, talking about my business because I wish that and I anybody that ever wants a tip on like, you know, oh, like, who, where can I get an event and all that stuff like. Just message me on Instagram, any vendors that are listening, you know, because 
I wish I had that. I wish I had that somebody that would tell me like, hey, sign up for this event, sign up for this event, because it's really hard. It's so hard to like find events on your own when you are don't know anybody and, you know, like the small business world. But, you know, anybody is welcome to let me know. I'm willing to help anybody. I love to like let everybody know the events that work for me. But again, thank you so much for having me. And I'd love to share my story. Yeah, of course. And yeah, no, I'm glad you mentioned that. And, you know, that I'm sure it's difficult. I mean, it's me and me looking out for all the pop-ups, just invite people to be on the show, talk about their business. It's It's been a challenge at times finding them too. But once you find a few, I think you start to build a network and then you start to see people share them everywhere. And it's, it's great that they have that going on. And once again, thank you to Isabella for being on the podcast. It's always really interesting when you get to actually start a business that isn't really around. And, you know, I've already certainly spoken to a few business owners here on the podcast that have brought businesses that haven't really been a thing here in the 209. And certainly I've never seen any business here in the area that just focuses on all kinds of different lemonades. And, you know, here, here's her business that has just started and is now different places. And hopefully she's able to be at the Stanislaus Fair, San Joaquin Fair, any of the fairs and be able to sell the lemonades there. Because we all know, I mentioned it earlier, fairs are really a great spot for lemonades to be sold, especially when you have the amount of varieties that she offers there. So if you get a chance to go to any of the pop-ups, any of the events that she mentioned and Feel free to go and check out the lemonades. Like I said, I'm looking forward to trying that guava flavored one, but there's quite a few others that you might be interested in trying more than just the original flavor. I mean, we all know the original lemonade flavor, but all the different varieties and, and the new ones that keep getting added to the 24 now that she mentioned. So on my upcoming episode, I'm actually going to be interviewing someone who brought a arts organization workshop to the 209. They're going to have a lot to talk about how they brought that workshop here and all the amazing things that they have going on there in that workshop. So definitely want to listen to the episode next week and please subscribe to the show if you haven't yet. So you find out when that episode and future episodes get posted again, it'll probably say follow. It'll say subscribe where we might be listening. It's a little bit different in different applications. So if you could do that, that would be really awesome. So you never miss an episode and you don't have to maybe binge listen later on too. And you can actually find out when that episode gets posted. And starting next week, I am actually going to be posting twice a week, which might be temporarily. We'll see. But I'm trying to get to my episode 50 by a certain week. So it'll be twice a week here for the upcoming weeks. So be on the lookout for that. Again, episode 50, I'll have more information on that once I get closer to that episode be on the lookout for that i'm really excited i I mentioned it already a few episodes Uh, i have a lot planned for that particular episode so so again thank you so much everyone for listening to the episode tonight and you'll hear me next week here on the tuna journey podcast